Raymond Posh is my guest today, and we're talking awakening and the evolution of human consciousness. If you'd like to learn more about my awakening story and how following the signals from my soul became my new way of life, please pick up a copy of my new book, available now on Amazon. I'll drop the link in the show notes. Welcome to Evolving Humans, the podcast for awakening souls. I'm your host, Julia Marie. Settle in and get ready for another spirited conversation. Raymond Posh is a spiritual explorer, way shower, folk singer, podcaster, and so much more. Creator of two podcasts, his newest show is New Ways of Being. Raymond loves exploring spiritual awakening and the evolution of human consciousness. He's author of the book, Awakening to Wholeness, and is a voice for love, oneness, and wholeness. Raymond is committed to sharing the message that we can awaken and make a difference in the world. Welcome to Evolving Humans, Raymond. I'm so looking forward to hearing your story. Well, thank you, Julia. Uh, thanks for inviting me to be here, and uh, I look forward to this conversation. Well, you know, I like to start at the beginning, and the first question I always ask is, what was it like growing up in Raymond's house? Okay. Well, uh, I think like you, I was uh, raised as a Catholic, but I grew up on a farm in Missouri and was the oldest of five kids. Mm -hmm. um, and the, uh, you know, growing up on a farm has a lot of interesting opportunities to it. Uh, very hard, hard work. But uh, when I was very young, like four and five years old, what I loved to do was go out in the woods and explore, uh, mm -hmm. you know, get really get close to nature. And uh, so I, and I've stayed very in tune with nature over the years. Uh, I love animals, et cetera. But um, yeah, growing up was a lot of hard work. Uh, my family was very religious. And so I was raised with that. Uh, it's interesting because when I went off to college, uh, what happened in in a matter of months is um, I dropped out of uh, being a Catholic and I became an atheist, which I was for quite a number of years. And then I had a spiritual uh, experience that led me in a new direction. But uh, in the growing up part, yes, I was very much uh, involved in the world of working on on the farm, uh, I loved learning, and uh, th and that was probably the biggest thing for me is the love of learning. Mm -hmm. well, my and th that's still with me. My grandparents had a dairy farm, and so I'm kind of familiar with that kind of life. We used to go visit there often, and then one of my earliest jobs when I was out on my own was working in the fields of California. Yes. 
This audience knows how much I love a great awakening story. You talked about an unusual spiritual event, is what you said, that triggered mm-hmm. years of spiritual exploration. So I'm assuming that's your awakening experience. Okay, and I, I'll have to say, I, I don't have uh, some of the kinds of awakening experiences that uh, uh, some people do that I've run in, into. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mine was not a total like a one-time awakening by any means and and I have to say I'm I'm still in the process of awakening and and what I've really learned is that awakening is truly a process but um so I mentioned that I was an atheist for many years and uh very content as an atheist one day at work it was at lunchtime I was a software engineer and I had this thought that, oh, I I should go to the computer bookstore not too far away from where I worked and Mm -hmm. uh, see what they had. I'm I'm always interested in learning more. So I went there and I was uh, wandering around and I picked up this book that I thought looked interesting. It was on a subject that I was interested in. And I opened the book to a random page and there was my name. And I was blown away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that it's a it's a shock when you suddenly see your name and you're not expecting it. And your and name isn't Joe Smith. <laughs> that's right. And I yeah. I had no idea I was mentioned in this book. Basically, I had I had written an article that got published in Software Magazine, and it was about uh enterprise systems. Um, but I had no idea what's in this mentioned in this book. the The book quoted my article uh, pretty extensively. I don't know if that it was total, but I don't know. It, there was something about that experience that I immediately knew it was not a coincidence. There and and it, that was reinforced the following day. Well, can I ask I, so, you before you go on, can I ask you what the what the book, what was the book? It was called Enterprise Computing. And it was about um com- and so this was back in the early 90s. Okay. And it was about computers and networks getting to the stage of development and and computer applications okay. programming. So it was a computer book. It didn't have anything to do with spirituality. That was what I was trying to point out. Right. Yes. Nothing to do with spirituality whatsoever. But so, yes, it was totally about uh, technology. Mm -hmm. And and the book was expensive. I thought for a little bit about buying it. And I thought, well, no, I'm not going to do that. Just to have my my name in the book. But um, so I went back to work. And the next day, though, I changed my mind. I went back to the bookstore to buy the book and it was gone. And so I asked the clerk, you know, where to go. And he had packed it back in the back, was in the process of getting it ready to go back to the publisher um, because uh, no, no one had bought it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, okay, I'll, I'll buy it. But what I realized at that point was, that uh, this definitely was 
not a coincidence to me. It mm-hmm. was the universe. It was a universe reaching out to me, getting my attention, and it happened on the last day that it could have happened. I, if I hadn't gone that day, I wouldn't wouldn't have known about it. But it got my attention, and the more I thought about it, the more I realized, you know, this is. I believe that this is the universe reaching out to me, mm-hmm. and this is. And this is personal, you know, it's, it's me, it's not, you know, and what happened at that point was that I decided that, uh, okay, if the universe is getting my attention, then there's a lot about the universe that I don't understand. That means it's, it's intelligent. It knows me personally. And uh, what am I going to do about that? And I started going into extensive um, spiritual exploration. And I've, I've called myself uh, a spiritual explorer for quite a long time. Well, before uh, so- you, before you move on, I want to point out a couple of things. One, you said you're, it, you like you had this awakening experience and then you continue to awaken and, I'll just say I have a slightly different viewpoint on that. I believe we get that initial awakening, like you got the call, mm-hmm. you responded to that, and then, so now you're not asleep anymore, you're awake, and now, sometimes we do have ex- layers of awakening, but for the most part, it feels to me as I'm going through it that it's my awareness expanding. Like now, until I leave this body, I'm in the process of expanding my awareness. So I'm awake, but I'm, yeah. So we're kind of saying the same thing. And the other thing is, is you did say it's a coincidence, but you walking into the store on that day, in my opinion, was actually a synchronicity Mm -hmm. because it had a timing element to it. Exactly like you said, if you'd not been there that day, you wouldn't have even gotten that message. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I would agree with what you said. Um, And, you know, at one point, I believe that awakening was like a a singular big event. Uh Uh, And and it may be for some people. Yeah. You know, Eckhart Tolle described a very profound major event yeah. but but for me i that was not the case i i have had a continuous expansion of awareness yeah, since exactly. then and i i think that's the way more the way i define awakening now as well but well you're one of that's one of the reasons i wanted to have you on the on the program because the awakening was so quiet yes it was more like the dawning of the light over the horizon as opposed to a lightning bolt. And the point here is to illustrate to people that awakening takes many forms and it depends upon the person. The universe yes. is going to knock on our door in a way that's going to get our attention. So putting a computer book in front of an, <laughs> a computer guy that has his name in it seems to me like a pretty good way <laughs> to yes. get his attention. Yes, and it did. <laughs> See, so there you go. Well, and I I went on uh, from that. I would say over a period of about ten years, mm-hmm. um, I I continued. I I read book after book and listened 
to audio programs and um, probably attended some courses. Um, and so I really got into the learning and I was looking for some answers, you know, how does the universe work? Why, why was the universe w wanting to get my attention? Um, you know, uh, since I came from a point of not believing in God, mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I knew, I knew at that point that I didn't want to go down a singular path. Uh, I, I didn't think that there was any single person who had all the answers I wanted to explore and and see what people yep. thought and learn from other teachers. And I I did that. And after about 10 years, I came to a pretty uh, strong uh, set of opinions about how the universe works. Although I, I would say I'm still still learning. But, mm -hmm. you know, one, one of the key things I believed at that point was that there is one consciousness in the universe, a universal consciousness that is the source of everything. And uh, in addition to that, I had learned that and and I had come to the conclusion that that one consciousness is primary and it it created the physical universe mm -hmm. within within it. Mm -hmm. And so I came away with a very holistic view of how the universe works. And, and that was a key for me. Um, you know, like growing up as a Catholic, uh, they, um, in my opinion, I know there are esoteric branches, uh, yeah. branches that really understand the similar concepts, but they did not teach that we were a part of God. Mm -mm that we were even connected with God. You know, it was more a case of God created you. Uh, here are the Ten Commandments. Follow these rules. <laughs> figure figure it out. Don't go bad. Don't go wrong. And, um, and so I did not have a very uh, good opinion about God previously. But as I went on, and, and in fact, I didn't like the word God. Mm -hmm. uh, but as I went on, I learned that, no, the, the universe as being a whole, that makes it good. God is good. It wants to hold itself together. It wants all parts of itself to be uh, happy to, you know, to to be grow, growing in the expansion of the universe. And um so, yeah, I ended up with some beliefs that I, I still really firmly hold that have greatly influenced me, but I've still been exploring, you know, okay, the details of my my working relationship day to day with that universe. Well, and that's what I believe fundamentally after we wake up, that is the rest of our journey figuring out what is my unique way in which I interact or engage with this field of intelligence of which I am also a part. Yes. Because it's going to be different for everybody. Yes. Yeah. And and I and I've you know I've arrived also in a belief that um well actually this comes more from a particular book. Sure. That, that God God said he 
created individuated beings within itself to experience life and to experience creation itself. That's exactly correct. And that is so powerful. It says so much about how we should be viewing life. And um, because if we're creating our experience of life, then, you know, if we want that to be a good experience, we need to learn how to create it as a good experience. So, um, you know, I just, I love the learning process and the awakening process and the creating process in life. Well, it's, it's okay, you, you took the route of reading a whole bunch of books. For me, when my awakening process happened, I was discouraged to read other people's books. I learned most everything I learned through direct. Wow. Through gnosis. It just, it came. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was more like a an insight process for me than it was anything else. So we're different in that regard, but I also have a strong left brain and, you know, I can tell you do too, but I like mm-hmm. that you've added in the right brain there to kind of balance mm-hmm. things out because I believe the goal is that we need to function with whole brains. So we don't right. necessarily throw out the logical mind just because we're starting to have spiritual experiences. We need to have discernment and we need to be assessing things as we go along and asking for validation too. That's right. not a That's not a bad thing to do. Right, yeah, very very good, uh, yeah, good perception there. We've kind of been talking around the fringes of it, but so what would be your perspective on spirituality? What What is spirituality? Um, when I started my first part podcast, it was, uh, at one point I called it uh, spirituality and consciousness. Mm-hmm. And so I talked a lot about spirituality in very broad terms. And I think in my very first episode, that was four years ago, I, you know, I talked about spirituality is really, to me, it's, it's people uh, reaching out, searching for answers about like like me, how the universe works, you know, mm-hmm. or what what is my relationship to that? Is is there a, a higher power? Um, and if so, how do I relate to that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what does that mean for my life? So I had a very broad general view of spirituality. Yeah, and, and you know, and I still do, but I think in a in a way now. Uh, the time for all of that seeking and exploration, you know, at least for people who have been on the path for some time, you know, we need to be participating fully in the awakening and the evolution of consciousness, which is yeah. where where I believe um, spirituality or the divine has been going all along. Yeah. Is, that process of growth and and uh, awakening. So you do, you intimated about the evolution of consciousness, and I have a sense that you feel like that's 
important. So why do you believe the evolution of consciousness is so important right now? Well, that's a loaded question. Yeah, it is. <laughs> because um, I, you know, I have observed that there have been many different views on that question from different uh, spiritual teachers or uh, people uh, uh, active in, in spirituality. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, some uh, like uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard, for example, when she was still here, she said that uh, we we are humanity is on this cusp right now that we in our in our evolutionary process we need to reach a higher level of consciousness or an awakening and move fully in that upward path mm -hmm. or or we can see all around us with what's still going on in the world with all the war and violence and divisiveness etc that uh you know if we don't uh step into this upward path then we will run the risk of devolution mm -hmm. of move, moving yeah. down downward and um so, you know, I think that certainly that that tipping point is is potentially there. Now, some spiritual teachers and some uh, channelers who channel uh, ascended masters, you know, and the ascended masters, some ascended masters say that the the awakening of mankind is assured, and. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm not sure which is correct. I, I read something in your book that uh, about what you think about that and what you've heard. But uh, I think for our own personal benefit, we need to step into the path that elevates us, yes. to, that makes it, helps us live a happy, full, fulfilled life and not stay in this world of struggle and divisiveness. So that, you know, I would say, I I want to be on the side of moving yeah. up. And I would encourage all others to make that choice as well. I totally agree. I mean, when Spirit encouraged me to start a podcast four years ago, I didn't do it. I've only been broadcasting for two years because I knew it was going to be a huge additional workload that, frankly, I didn't know anything about mm -hmm. producing my own episodes <laughs> right. and, all, you know, you know, and right. did I really want to take that on, but it just wouldn't leave me alone. And I thought, you know, like you, I want to be on the side of planting seeds out there in the hopes that we do achieve, we do make a collective choice that leads us towards the expansion as opposed to contraction, because that's really what we're looking at. And right. I agree. I I don't believe it's a done deal. There is too much choice still out there, too many choices to be made. I feel like we're on the track for something probable, but to... yes. 
And, but and to, to, say, to say that it's, oh, just relax. We're on our way. We're, we're already through the hard part. I'm sorry, but that's not my perspective. Well, and in agreement with, with that point, you know, one of the big influences for me has been conversations with God mm-hmm. from Neil Donald Walsh. Mm-hmm. He uh, had a conversation with God about this, and God said that God was making the invitation to mankind to awaken as a species, and that it was a choice. We have that choice. Yep. And he said that now is the time to make that choice and to yep. step in into it. And so, you know, that has to carry a lot of weight. And so, yeah, that's that's very powerful. And I, and I say, boy, we have to pay attention. Well, that's our time for today. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with two other people so we can bring more light to this world. Stay tuned tomorrow for part two of my conversation with Raymond. We'll talk humanity's awakening, how a simple technique can help you develop self-awareness, and we'll discuss how each person, by expanding their awareness, is a critical part of the global awakening. And now, here's a quote for you to ponder as you go about your day. It is time to center yourself. Pull your focus inward. Because when you reside in your center, all there is left to do is expand. Jeanette LeBlanc